Hello, hello, and welcome to Mimosas with my besties. I am Erin, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. Yay! Yay! Here at Mimosas with my besties, I shoot the shit with my best friends over drinks during brunch. We check in with one another, reminisce, talk about our general tomfoolery, and speak from the heart. Our overall goal is to laugh, inspire one another, and leave each chat with a warm heart. And we truly hope that you do so as well. So with all that said, let's meet my co-host. Hey everyone, it's Siobhan. I am in the on the East Coast in the, I guess I could say mid-Atlantic region, 34. Um fun fact. I was trying to think of something fun, but the reality is at this point in my life at 34, I have a love-hate relationship with sugar where it's more love than hate, only when I don't need it. Um but yeah, no real fun fact today. <laughs> How about you, hon? <laughs> Love that fun fact. Well, today we have our first guest for season three. Yay! So what, yay! So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have them introduce themselves. Go for it. Oh, me? Okay, yeah, yeah it's cool. I got this. <laughs> Don't worry. It's going to be slick and smooth. Silky smooth. <laughs> hey, I'm Megan. She, her. And I guess my fun fact is Aaron's my sister. And since she'll tell you at some point, just kind of slick. Younger sister. Yes, younger sister. I'm the older sister. It always comes up. Whether or not I bring it up, it just happens to slip into conversation. So I'll start. I'm going to blow that up right now. <laughs> yes. Um, my sister is here. And let's see who the other guest is. Hi, my name is Tim. My fun fact is I'm Aaron's brother, her older brother, the better brother, the permanent <laughs> brother, the brother that's been around longer than any other brother that's ever brothered this brother. <laughs> uh, and i'd like this. to know that i have known aaron since she exited the birth canal oh my and then God. seven months seven months later i launched her off a waterbed and that is the truth that is the There's truth. Your fun fact that is a fun fact uh, i mean it's fun for me probably not so much for her but you know hey at this point bygones have been bygones um yes siobhan i see your face yes tim did launch me off of a waterbed because I was on one side, he was on the other. He jumped on it. And what does water do when you displace it? It goes displaced. And so I was on the other side and I flew off of it onto the ground. I mean, yeah, the quick details are just, I, I came home from school. I was very excited about something. I don't know what it was, but I ran upstairs to tell my parents about this happy thing. And as I was running up the stairs, I got to their bedroom. They were on the bed and Aaron was laying there cooing like the beautiful baby girl she was. And mom and dad were giving her all the attention. And I was like, mom, dad, I've got something to tell you. And I leapt and I fell right on the waterbed. And then, yeah, as water tends to do, you know, I created a mini tsunami and uh, that launched Aaron into well not quite the stratosphere but it was more like this very clean parabolic arc from the bed to the floor well and i will go last but i am aaron um they she pronouns i am 34 years old um from upstate new york and yes the guests on the podcast today are my brother and sister we do though have another sibling who is our younger brother. So there's four of us in total. So that is my fun fact for today. Um, but I'm very happy to have my siblings on. Um, and usually when we have guests on, we're going to say, how do you know me? Where do you know me from? Tell me about one of your favorite memories with me. Um, but we've already, we're siblings. So you know me from life. Um, 
from the womb. Um, but what I do want to ask you is what is a, a fun memory that you have either with all of us or with me um, or any of that? And either of you can go or both of you. Take your time. I or just edit complete out silence. That's <laughs> fine too. It's so funny because I can start hearing the, the background. I was going to say, I heard the crow in the background. I was like, I wonder if they can hear that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on, I'm at the northern wall. Uh, Wait, you mean this isn't the Corvid special? <laughs> Listen, never mess with crows. They have a memory. Yeah. They mm-hmm. will recognize your face. You can mm-hmm. actually give gifts to crows, and eventually, maybe they'll start bringing you shiny things. Like you can build relationships with crows. Fun fact: Magnus gets changed from crows. Like, what did he say? He's made like two bucks this year. Two bucks. Because <laughs> they just bring him coins and other stuff. Wow. That's yeah. how they do Listen, it. You, you have to invest for a while. You have to put down like peanuts and be cool with yeah, them. But slowly cool but them. surely, the crow friendship pays off financially. But, but, but do not chase crows. But yeah, so what, what I was saying is like favorite memories with us as siblings or with me in particular or. So I have one that actually I just remembered. Ooh. And I think it would be a neat little uh part here so yeah. when aaron was growing up oh, no. aaron played little league i thought it was and, sooner than this i was hoping when we were adults okay continue nope. and one of my favorite <laughs> memories was the fact that at the time i got to uh umpire games so i actually got to umpire a game aaron was playing and no i did not reg any calls her way though looking back at it i probably should have you know just <laughs> snuck a couple in there couple borderline uh strikes you know yeah um and we have these great pictures of uh aaron after she uh crossed home plate it wasn't a home run or anything like someone just knocked her in as an rbi and she's doing this little like happy strut back to the bench as i'm you know uh resetting my counter for the next batter's balls and strikes so I God, I do remember that. I, I thought we were going with a different uh, softball story that we were all involved with. Oh well, no. I figured if you want that one, uh, Mike, you can you can hit that one. <laughs> These are all just sports related. Yeah. What was it high school softball, Aaron? Yeah. And it was a double header. It was a double header and, and fucking pairing. I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell you what the moral of the story is on the top. Stay hydrated, because if you don't. <laughs> Uh, your siblings will take you to an outback steakhouse and then start to worry as you down one iced tea after another to the point where the server started bringing you out two at the two at a time and then we start counting them and I think we got up to six no no 13 14 something like that as Tim and I keep looking at each other like when when do we get concerned <laughs> she keeps was- hydrating but at a certain point this is this isn't good right and we like to believe this is the genesis of Aaron's uh, fascination with uh, people staying hydrated. Yeah, because you <laughs> don't want to see your siblings with that. I don't know what our our faces look like, but it wasn't like, oh, cool, we're having an Outback dinner. It's, are we going to the ER? You, you know what our faces didn't look like? Our faces didn't look gaunt or sullen, unlike our sister's face. Yes. I, it was we seemed double- unaware of how much she was drinking, by the way. I was just thirsty. The iced tea tasted well, very no, no. tasty. You were very thirsty, Aaron. Your entire <laughs> system was very, very thirsty. It was a double header. Yep. I had caught a ball, like, with my entire length of my body, 
Wow. It was, I played like literally my foot stuck on the first base and I extended my entire body out and caught it. Like I pushed my body that day and I thought I was staying hydrated, but I wasn't. And I was just like more iced tea. And she started bringing them out by the twos. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, how many? And so we have never forgotten that moment. Yeah. So every time I go out to eat with my siblings, they're counting my drinks. (laughs) (laughs) This is non-alcoholic. To... <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, it didn't leave a scar as an older sister or anything. Oh God! Oh, but gosh. I care I about hydration. Earlier. Oh no! Oh no! This is my fault. So that's why, and I am again. Another fact about me is I will say, stay hydrated. If I talk to a student, a person, anybody who's involved in my life, a friend, a family member, I will tell you, stay hydrated. Because not only is it a reminder for you to stay hydrated, but it's like, oh, Aaron, when was the last time you drank water? or had some sort of liquid in your system that is hydrating. Um, right. I was going to say, I feel like I need to go get something right now. <clears throat> Everybody <laughs> we all sip take your drink. Yeah. <laughs> sip your drink right now. Not today. Not today. <laughs> Not mm. today. Now, now that actually goes into um, a, a fondest childhood memory. Siobhan, if you, do you have a fondest childhood memory? I was that involves hydration. Now that we have hydration. a theme. Now we have a theme now. Like, how did you, how did you stay hydrated as a kid? You know, like, I want to say, I'm trying to think of it. You know, as kids, we weren't allowed, once you were outside playing, you weren't really allowed back inside. I mean, short of you, like, having to really go to the bathroom, you were just, like, using somebody's hose or maybe going to somebody else's house for something because, um at least with my dad, it's like, no, go out and move around, move around, move around. Um, so I'm trying to remember. I think, well, let me say this. I know as a kid, when I was really young, I didn't pay attention to hydration at all. I just came home and we just had to deal. Um, and because my sister was so small as a young person, um, my father wouldn't let us drink before we ate dinner. And so he'd have to let Tamara eat most of her food. And so even though I was finished, I had to wait until Tamara was done to finally drink something just because she would just drink and be full and wouldn't eat and stay her same size. Uh, But then by the time we were old enough to go outside and play, I didn't want to play anymore. So I don't really have a hydration story. I guess mine is like the reverse. I don't hydrate because I'm used to not having to hydrate and so people are like you don't need anything to drink it's like no i've i've gone all my life with drips of water i, I can survive on uh, is a succulent <laughs> right <laughs> you don't want right. to water her <laughs> right <laughs> two tablespoons once a month <laughs> a good ice cube and i'm good to go um <laughs> yeah yeah no Mm-mm. i don't have a good hydration story that's fine tim are you still there yes i am Okay, just, just checking. Um, because what, just because I don't, I don't have a pithy uh, reply for every single uh, statement? No. Sometimes because, I gotta think. I have no, to measure my words before no, I just let them come no. spilling out of my mouth hey, like some I, sort of Tim, bullshit waterfall. Tim, you seconds. What's wrong? No, I don't have a, 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 those, the lines, the lines that show that you're talking. Like, uh-huh. I don't have that for you. Like, it's not, it's not <laughs> just... Oh, yeah. oh god oh god it's a flat line but i think it's because he came in and out and maybe that's I mean, why I, I don't I, have it i see the little lines 
Like, you as far as I'm lines? concerned, he's alive. And that's <laughs> all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. If cool, you see great. my face all of a sudden go. Right. <laughs> then maybe get served. <laughs> That's all that matters. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that, Siobhan. <laughs> What's a fondest? Let me see. My fondest childhood memory is, well, one of them. I have I have a few. Is when Sean, our youngest brother, won a trip to Disney World. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how? I do. It was through Kmart. And he had he like drove a little um what is that a go a go kart yep in the in the parking lot and it was just random because him and dad wanted a uh, a shake I think at at the at the McDonald's that was nearby and they saw that they were doing like go kart racing but didn't know it was for like a fucking Disney World trip and like Sean won or whatever and then we get a what is it called a certified letter or whatever mm-hmm. and it was a letter and- in the mail i don't think i've trusted or believed the first two I'm like, what scam is this <laughs> we don't we don't win things so this is like since like the first i was like i'm saving it but i don't believe it yet because it still seems like bullshit <laughs> yeah and to be fair everyone in our family whenever anything unexpectedly wonderful happens to them that is the exact same yeah. mindset we all have <laughs> yeah, we're like oh what know. is this bullshit <laughs> yeah no. i don't i don't have the, i don't have time for whatever the inevitable yeah. bad side of this is no thank you no thanks <laughs> and so it turns out that sean like won in his age category it was like kmart's race against drugs or something because he doesn't oh believe gosh. in breaks because he doesn't believe in brakes, so he just didn't use the brakes the whole way and just. So he was the original like Tokyo drift. He was just drifting oh, literally. Sh- and this is when I was twelve, so he was probably what a ele- ten or eleven. And yeah. so, um, we they he won the trip for him and mom and dad, and so then we just had to save up for Tim, Megan, me to go like half a no, trip. It was so like it, half. It was like half a trip. trip. We got a half yeah. priced family trip. We got basically. Um, so we had to travel separately though, because they yeah. won the travel separate. So then me, Meg and Tim had to travel separately. Um, mm-hmm. and there's whole other drama about that on the here's way the, back. Here's the thing. Tim and I handled it perfectly. You keep thinking like it was terrifying. It was I don't fine. Think it was terrifying. We had to, we, <laughs> we had to take a taxi from one city to another because we could only get a flight because of, uh, our flight got canceled and we could only get a flight from, florida to one city closest to us and then i think it was a buffalo it was a buffalo yep. yeah God, we could only get to buffalo <laughs> and then <laughs> the taxi last had hour. to drive us an hour to get home anyway okay. i mean we, what was the fare i'm just so curious well no the airline paid for it so that's oh nice okay yeah yeah jet blue played for it <laughs> so it's like oh god was it like midnight it was midnight into a taxi the three <laughs> of us jammed into it yeah, and I missed well, we my English midterm. I missed my English midterm. Oh yeah, for I, it. well. To, to be fair, I was asleep the entire car ride. So <laughs> yeah, no, we know you were. <laughs> but the only reason why you figured out what to do is because Tim turned his charm on and was like, "You got to get us home tonight." However, you did that. Our little sister's here. Look at our little sister. We have to get her home. She can get hyped. our little sister. Aaron, I'll, use, I'll use the, the hell thing, out Aaron. of you, Aaron. And I made yeah. faces. Come on, Aaron. Aaron, I need you to cry. Come on, turn on, turn on those waterworks. My sister. 
Um, but anyway, right, so- Aaron, if you're having problems with getting a tear, just do the old trick of yank a nose hair and you're going to be crying like it's no one's business. <laughs> Why do we sound like a con family now? Listen, listen. <laughs> Instead of trying, just trying to get home during a storm, we're like, we conned a taxi. All right. We realized we had to. We realized the only way we were getting home was we we're going to have to do a three-person Cinderella slipper. But in this <laughs> particular case, I was going to have to be it. the princess. <laughs> My <laughs> whole point <laughs> of this story was just to say that I went to Disney World the first time at eleven year, at uh, twelve years old, and was on my birthday too so i got to spend my 13th birthday there and it was completely random because sean won a trip there and was I got that to, when you got to do the princess breakfast that's when i got to do the princess breakfast so on top of that mom got a reservation at a at a at a cinderella's table cinderella's table that you don't just get reservations for you have to get it like 90 days ahead of time she called the day before and they were like play the lottery because you don't just get reservations for this table and she got it for all six of us see that's that murphy's law for you and they had far and away the best like cream cheese stuffed french toast french i've ever toast had, I've ever my had. Mm-hmm. i'm still ever i'm had. still hunting that toast high <laughs> um <laughs> And so that's my fondest childhood memory, because not only did I go to Disney for the first time, it got to be on my birthday, got to be with my family. Nice. Um, it was it was freaking incredible. That's I don't know why great. I'm not cursing. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> um, and hey, 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 we don't got to work blue. All right. Yeah. I mean, Tim and I have to. But yeah, it's but that's just not you, that's, kid. You're talented. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, use your natural talents. Don't yeah. don't fucking dip into the the lowest common denominator <laughs> well like we gotta. Yeah, it was a different time when we were coming up through the system. <laughs> and see this, this is listeners. See, this is why I am the way that I am. Um, these are Did the people that raised me. Invite us on here so you can blame us for things. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, one sec. Siavon, did Aaron invite us to the show? Don't bring Siavon in. This is like the origin story. This is the origin story I've been waiting for. Oh, the origin origin story is this: Megan, only child, the Halcyon days, all the attention, all the glory. This is going great. I'm the good kid. And then, like all of a sudden, boom, a brother. And then, okay, that's fine. Ten year lull. Right. And then boom, my sister and another brother. What's happening? <laughs> Was no no lessons were learned. I mean, to to be fair, you were such a good kid that mom and dad were like, we should have a second one. And you think that would have reminded them the errors of their decision. Like no. after the second one, they should have been like, you know what? We looked out on the first one. Exactly. The second one's really taught us that maybe it's not perfection all the time. <laughs> Sometimes you hit the lotto the first time. Why do you keep buying scratchers afterwards? Yeah. And then after that, you end up with a kid that eats erasers and paper. And, you know, then you decide seven years after that, sure, let's try it again. Maybe this one will know how to properly eat food. Yes. And sh- they do. They know how to eat food. They know how to, they just don't know how to do math. Okay. Just fuck math. Why are you talking about yourself in the third person? Yeah, when did this happen? This New development. Siobhan and I talk about ourselves in the third person sometimes on this podcast. It happens. Just a, a little separation. 
Right. Fun Ooh, fact. They were the one with fun the problem. Fact. Not right. me. Right. Fun fact. We talk about ourselves in the third person sometimes on this podcast. Is there like a nega Aaron? Or like the shadow version Aaron? Yes. Which Except to be fair. That's, that's once the you good get to, one. Well, once you get to know Nega Aaron, you find out they're really not such a bad person. You can go out for waffles on Sunday. <laughs> Which Nega Aaron would like waffles. Yeah. See, it all comes back to waffles. Who doesn't waffles. like waffles? Or breakfast foods in general. Yeah, someone you don't trust. Right. If they're out here like, yeah, I can't really do breakfast foods, this might not work out. Red yeah, flag. See, a red bacon flag. <laughs> that is like the, exactly. like that, that was like the fourth thing on the list why Siobhan and I knew we were going to be like best friends forever. It's because we fucks with breakfast fr- food. What were like, the first we three? Okay, so. Yeah. Yeah. Get it down. So, the yep. first one was after we had our whole bus situation. So bus gate or what, what should we call it? Lab gate? I don't know. Wood Lab gate? gate? I don't know. Bus Forest gate? gate. Know. Yeah, there's so many Forest different gate. words for it. Um, yeah. But we got in the building. I want to say it was our science building. I won't say the name. Um, and we got in the elevator and you said, it is mad brick out there, son. I was like, oh, you know, you speak, you understand. The language? Is it? Is this the thing? That was the first thing I was like, yeah, this might actually work out, guys. This might actually work out. Um, I'm trying to think of the second yeah. thing. I guess the um, first thing could have been Forest Gate or Lab Gate, and then that would have been yeah. the second. The elevator would have been the second. Um, Third thing. I'm sure it was some lab in that same botany class. Um, yeah, same botany class. That congealed it all together. I think I think when um, you stayed calm during a moment that I was on fire, I think that might have been number three. Possible, possible. Very Wait, are things. we talking figurative fire or literal oh. fire? <laughs> Poor Canolo's <laughs> dose. You guys were taking lab courses, right? There were Bunsen burners involved. There's a Bunsen burners. They're not yeah. Bunsen coolers. <laughs> Yeah, no. Once you have to start learning how to pull some carrier domes out your behind, just like on invisible a ones, seemingly weekly basis, and it's like multiple. The frequency of them just kept on coming. It's all right. We're gonna have to hold our hand and go through this thing. Um, yeah. Just push it out. We made it to the other push side. It out. Made it to the other, and then we continue as adults to pull invisible carrier domes out of our asses. Right. Forged in the fire of Odin. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Forced in fire. I love that show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think that's pretty much all those little things, you know, they just start to melt and blend together. And it's like, yeah, we'll just stick this together. It'll work out. It's like some abstract art, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's 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 interesting because um, we've talked about it before, but Siobhan and I have like a couple of things that we're like, yeah, those are anchors in our friendship. Where we're like, that's why we're friends or like parts of reasons why we're friends. And then we continue to be friends. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't get that a lot with a lot of people Mm -hmm. like Meg, you have friends that you don't remember meeting, which I think is hilarious. (laughs) Yes. Like Jess and I have had this conversation because she's like, I don't remember where I met you. And I'm like, I have no memory. I mean, and not I because pump- you're drunk or anything. Oh no, no. See, yeah. I wish I had an excuse. It would be, it would make more sense. I could just say, Oh, I was drunk and it would be socially acceptable. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I would say there are definitely a couple people. I'm like, I don't remember. <laughs> and I'm afraid to, you know, honestly, I'm a little afraid to dig deep. 
Because like, what if it was like a crime syndicate and we both have amnesia because we're trying to start again? But if either one of us remember, we'll have to take the other one out. I don't want that on my conscience. Very important. Yeah, Jesse's a fun friend. That's a lot to deal with. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. Do you remember remember some people, just not everybody. (laughs) For the most part. Only a couple people I'm suspicious of. We're very close friends. Let's not dig too deep into it. (laughs) for the most part and i think by the most part i mean everybody i can remember where i've met every single friend yeah tim can you remember where you've met all your friends i mean are we talking the friends i'm still talking to or the friends that i have discarded along my uh, past glory (laughs) that's such an aries response (laughs) hey wait wait we're not even into the uh, astrology corner astrology yeah. whoa, corner. whoa whoa yeah. whoa 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 right <laughs> or or just like what i call like apparently spilling the tea on your family with the stars no less yeah <laughs> i didn't agree to that <laughs> i can't i can't find how can there be shade when there's only sun <laughs> well not today <laughs> Anyway, go ahead, Tim. I'm just getting worried about what's coming. You've reminded me of what's coming. Yeah, now that I think about it, I'm uh, I'm not too comfortable with what's coming. But to answer your question, Aaron, <laughs> actually, yes, I pretty much know everywhere that I've met my friends. Fascinating. So, Megan, this you're an anomaly. I'm trying Thank to think. You. There are some friends that this conversation brought to you by Anomaly Film Festival. Right. Anomaly <laughs> presents also on <laughs> lunch, also on Lunchador. Yes. Um, Podcast, podcast network network lunch door podcast the home network. of many the, the home of many a fantastic and informative podcast please put them into your ear holes lunch door <laughs> podcast network here for you <laughs> i am rec- i'm gonna take and remember that use and code lunch door yeah. and get 10 percent <laughs> off 10% your next off. audiobook <laughs> from odyssey.com no uh, we're, we're, uh we have a partnered with raycon for your right. I was gonna- with the code <laughs> Lunchador. Or on Skillshare. That's L-U-N-T-H-D-O-R. <laughs> this is all false, um, but I'm going to talk to Todd, a.k.a. Matt Knotts, our producer right. and editor and in charge Do they charge need a voice of- for Lunchador? I, I like saying- to do my, what I call, creepy computer voice. <laughs> Welcome to Viridian Dynamics. <laughs> that um, works. For those who don't know, Lunch Door is our podcast network who we're um, a part of. And there's many a different, you know, uh, uh, Anomaly Presents is another podcast that I'm a part of that's um, within Lunch Door Podcast Networks. Um, Matt, who we talked about on uh, Beer Review Journal, which Siobhan and I were on, uh, is also on that network, which you should listen to that episode because it's fucking hilarious. Um you should listen to that podcast, but yeah, so that's our network and our producer and co-editor, um, Matt Knotts, who we call Todd Murphy, because what is he? Our basic sibling. So really, I lied. I don't have three siblings. Truly, I have four. That's what happens with Murphy's. We multiplied. <laughs> All of a sudden, we had another sibling. And it I'd like happened. to remind you, Aaron, at your birthday party at Knox, we also officially uh, brought in the Burger Nuns as our sisters. I yes, let, let's not what, forget the burger. What I think nuts. is happening is a gremlin situation where, where if we get wet, <laughs> another couple of Murphys pop off us. <laughs> oh, that's not safe. No, oh no, and wait till it's after midnight. 
don't know. I like to think of it more of a hostile takeover, you know? <laughs> Is it like a Matrix kind of thing? You're just like... Yeah. We're all agent smithing it. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Anderson. Mr. Oh Anderson. Mr. <laughs> Which, as a reminder, remember Agent Smith is truly the one. How? Oh, no, we can, our, our, okay, here's one question before you start, Tim. How yeah. much nerd bullshittery, like, what's the level, what's the percentage on your, on your podcast? What's, like, f- acceptable, what's, like, shut up, I'm kicking you off the show? Yeah, because I really don't want to cross that line. Um, <laughs> let's dabble. I'm here for it. I'm, I'm willing oh. to learn to be a nerd. Nice. I just I didn't just want you to get booted, Tim. I can feel I can feel like uh, this is a mistake. Yeah, I, the, the, you know I'm I'm about to cross the Rubicon, and Do we it. really want to be careful about that. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just essentially if you think of the the prophecy of the one in regards to what they were supposed to do. If we're talking like, you know, if we are uh, a a literal constitutionalist on the uh, prophecy that's given, then uh, by word, Agent Smith fulfills it much better. And uh, in my TED talk, which um, I'm not going to give away for free right now, but um, I will plug, uh, I will go into the details of that. Wow. Agent Smith is more the one than Neo. Yeah. So um, it. I'll, I'll give a little teaser. I'll give a little teaser. So um, the way to think about it is, so first it's that idea of there's someone who is going to essentially like save the Matrix, right? Uh-huh. And um, there'll be a person born inside the Matrix. And in the strictest sense, Thomas Anderson wasn't. He was in a pod, which no was built and literally born in the Matrix. Agent Smith. He's part of the code. Oh, my God. You know, uh, the one will be able to manipulate the Matrix. Well, yes, Neo does. But so does Agent Smith. I mean, shit, he ends up creating how many copies of himself? It took him a while to figure that out, though. But yeah, I did. Yeah. You know, just saying. You know, that's that's just a little moose-boosh of what I will fully cover. Uh, <laughs> just a nibble. On my podcast, coming to, to Lunchador Network. I would say. Tim bullshits nerd theories about movies. Use coupon code <laughs> TIM10. Yeah. Or Tim the one. Tim the one. Yeah. To get 1% off. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Yes, all of that. Um, so we've just unlocked a whole new uh, niche of people. Now they're coming in for like all the Matrix people. They're now, you said Matrix? We, That'll be a key we word. We can't sustain yeah. that. We we already can only sustain it's, it's, glamping. It's too late. Why don't you hook them and reel them in? It's over. We, we now have to be, and so not only are we accidentally a Disney podcast and accidentally a glamping podcast, but now we're going to be accidentally a Matrix podcast. I'm just saying, I think you, you hit a hard limit of how much Matrix you can cover. Like, I don't think I'm going to get a season two out of it. <laughs> well, you better. It's too you late might now. Just make it a, you can make it a yeah, I know. I read the fine print of the Lunchador <laughs> Podcast Network's contract. So I know I'm royally screwed. You just make it a corner. We'll add it to a corner. You know, people just come in like, and here's your monthly segment. So you have like 12. You need a good 12 starting yeah. now. Okay. Starting now. Starting now. Got it. 
All right, I'll I'll, I'll get the cork board ready. I'll one hundred percent Pepe <laughs> Sylvia this up. Spe- uh, speaking of cork boards, I've known someone in real life to use red strings and cork boards to go down a deep dive into a movie. And I'm not pointing any elbows. Aaron, why, why you got to blow my shit up like that, huh? Well, I'm also blowing Meg's shit up like that. Wow, you're um, doing that to my sister. Unbelievable. I don't know to what you could be referring to. I'm just saying I have very passionate siblings <laughs> that have red string corkboard explanations to movies, uh, movie nights with Aaron, friends before. You're a regular guest on a genre film festival podcast. What's your <laughs> argument here? Nothing. I have no argument. I just wanted to point that out because I heard cork boards. That's the first thing. Now, because of my life with my friends and my family, when I see a cork board, all I think of that's missing red string. (laughs) First thought. It is missing red string. First thought is what else can be explained via pictures and red string? Like what else can I use to illustrate pictures and red string on a cork board? It's a thing. What else can I deep dive for you? Um, so speaking of deep diving into things that people care about and are passionate about, um, self-care during a really shitty time in the world. Um, listen, listen. adulting, (laughs) listen, shoot back to our adulting podcast. That was a really good episode. Right. Um, so I'm sure as siblings, everybody's had like their moments where you can't stand your sibling. Um, but, uh, (laughs) sometimes you can't stand yourself and it's like, you know what? I'm kind of over this thing. And so different ways to kind of manage and deal with stress. Um, one, find your village, find your tribe of people, whatever that may be, no matter how weird or funky it may look like to the outside, your tribe doesn't really care because you're all the same. And you just kind of glom onto each other and live your best life that way. Um, the other thing is find the things that make you laugh. You should be able to laugh like a real good laugh, like a hearty chuckle, like you almost burped and farted at the same time kind of laugh at least <laughs> two times a day. Um, the third one is to make sure you're putting yourself in a position for success. So you can absolutely be in this valley of uh whatever Mm -hmm. frustration sadness i'm over this kind of thing but pitch a tent don't set up a whole little mcmansion don't get grass and like develop a whole little landscaped kind of thing just pitch a tent worry do like all the mre kind of foods like it's not really fun or happy but you know you're gonna get out of there real fast um because you're not meant to be there forever. So when you're up here, like, you know, mm-hmm. hiking up the mountain mm-hmm. to get to your happiness again, um, remember while you were there, how you got there, if you can. Um, and then remember, this is what we're not going to do again. So when you make it to the mountaintop and you're over here laughing and giggling and farting and burping and eating all the amazing things, um, you're like, oh, yeah, remember that time? <laughs> uh, be happy, be joyful. Um rainbows and unicorns and treats and yummy but also but again i'm really again i'm gonna always come back with recognizing and sitting in the the darkness and the mm-hmm. valleys when you need to because yeah the worst thing but this toxic positivity oh yeah no nasty and real terrible and only does super harm for mental health i also want to point out that these are our suggestions and what we do as non-mental health professionals 
Siobhan and I both subscribe to therapy. Right. We believe everyone should be in therapy. I personally believe that if everybody was in therapy and had somebody to talk to that literally listened to them, like unbiasedly, um, we would have a better world. Um, and if you don't like your therapist, that's absolutely okay. You're free to yeah. not like them. Move on to the next one. Um, certainly therapy the isn't, I know some people feel as if therapy isn't for them for insert whatever reason may fit you, but I would just encourage it to kind of do like a, a just mental health check-in because sometimes you might not even realize the level of uh, stress or frustration or just weight that has been on you and to be able to talk to someone that has no vested interest in your other friends or family, they're yep. just there for you to support you and to kind of help you walk through that, uh, is an amazing opportunity. So don't discount therapy. It is absolutely for everyone at any particular time in your life. You can be going to therapy when you're extremely happy. Um, but it is common or you hear it more often when people are not in their, their best place and that's okay too. Um, but have somebody to talk to, uh, professionally and of course in your village again, uh, but we are not mental health professionals. So do what you feel is best for yourself, but don't be a harm to yourself or others. Okay. And there's free options online. Um, cause we know access to therapy is also a privilege, mm -hmm. but, um, so we recognize that absolutely as well. So these are suggestions that we have for ourselves as two people who are in therapy mm -hmm. and do what we need to do to take care of ourselves and get ourselves through those really tough times because we've been going, the world has gone through a, a collective trauma um, with this panini in the past over 365 days. Um, and it's starting to get to all of us. I mean, what did we do in the middle of a panini, but start a podcast as a, a means of expression and self-care so that's what we're doing in these moments of stress and darkness when i get to talk to my best friend and then i bring my siblings on and i get to talk to my siblings about stuff and, and right. have a good time and stuff like that so it's all about the laughter i mean uh, absolutely acknowledge yeah absolutely acknowledge that you're not in a good place and it's sad and it, it is okay to have down moments because i think it does help you appreciate the the high moments and the happiness but um don't feel as if don't put your pressure on yourself to make you think you have to be there forever. Um, mm -hmm. But surely there is a, a turn, there is a corner that will come about. Um, so don't feel stuck or think that you can't get out of it. Talk to someone, um, reach out and it can be someone you don't know if you don't want to talk to someone that you do know. Especially because, and it's very helpful when say the person you're talking to is a pr professional therapist and has no skin in the game and you, and they don't know any of your family members or friends. So you can be like, God damn, I'm annoyed with so-and-so <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it won't get back to them and they aren't going to judge you when you're like, my sister was getting on my nerves. Right. <laughs> Can, okay, well, can there be subtweeting during a podcast? Because I feel like Aaron's totally subtweeting <laughs> during this That's podcast. That's not a subtweet. To I'm our face. Sister. That was to my face. <laughs> that was oh, a super tweet. I should have said brother. Damn, because I know what I meant a mystery of which one I was talking yeah. about. Yeah. Nah. Too late for that. <laughs> Too late. Too late. Which then goes back to the whole sibling thing. So I have questions. As the older siblings, oh, um, no. Oh, Did, fucking no. This is this is always I've I've been waiting for this moment, Meg. Um and Tim. Um did your parents make for it you to have be on to record? Take, Sorry, whatever. We could put this we could take this out. You could take it out and post. 
You could take it out in post. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Wait, what the, you be what a, the fuck's you could be post? A coward. You could be a total coward, Aaron, and take it out in post. <laughs> oh, shit. No, but, but seriously, what the fuck's post? What the fuck's post? <laughs> Siobhan, go on with your question. So did your parents make you take your younger sibling or siblings out with you when you wanted to have just your own... Uh, I want to have my own time. I want to hang out with my own friends. I want to do my own thing. And it's like, oh no, but take your sister. Oh no, but take your brother. And it's like, but, but they, but why, why is this a thing? Because they're your insert sibling. Um, I was not social enough to actually have like things I went to. So I guess mom and dad kind of lucked out there. Cause I'm like, I'm home. <laughs> so I watched, I watched Aaron and Sean quite a bit, but it was never really a question of take them with you because I wasn't going anywhere. Okay. Yeah, I mean, generally speaking, I I can't recall a time when my parents asked me to do that. Um, and if they did, we were just pretty much fine with it. I mean, there was never a point where we were like, no, our siblings can't be a part of what we're doing. I, maybe we were just boring. I don't know. <laughs> no, I find I, that hard to believe. <laughs> And again, the there's a you know seven and ten year age gap too. Right. So, like, there wasn't stuff that I could do if Tim was hanging out with his friends that I could necessarily be involved with because. Yeah. No. Maybe I'm putting know, my parents on the spot. They didn't mean anything. It doesn't matter what the gap <laughs> is. It doesn't even matter if they like each other or not. You can't go if you can't bring her. And it's like, oh gosh. Oh. Come on, and don't forget to hold her hand when you cross the street. Oh. <gasps> No, I mean, I think that's just how uh, some like that was just me being me, which was like a homebody, really. Right. I, I don't know. I mean, they, they might have asked that. I truly don't know. In all honesty, I can't imagine that like yeah. that situation because it would just be so weird for a younger Megan mm -hmm. going somewhere. What? Yeah. No, it was just what, like, like to a friend's what house. What is this go that you speak of? Right. <laughs> But like Sean and I did a lot of things together when we were younger. Like we did baseball together. Right. Yeah. I mean, Sean was in scouts and then I was in scouts. And so they did like, you know, those were separate, but like anything basically else we did together. So then I guess the reverse question should be, how often did you have to chauffeur said siblings around to set events? Well, I didn't get my driver's license till I was 21. So I didn't have to do much driving even though i definitely recall driving prior to being 21 so that <laughs> statute of limitations is 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 out on that right like i can't self-incriminate on this podcast yeah I'm, I'm i'm pretty sure you're fine yeah okay no. yeah um, technically i 100 percent drove a lot without a license <laughs> <laughs> don't do this at home kids yeah no don't do not <laughs> And, and and neither were my parents tacitly aware of this, and neither did they essentially condone the action. Nope. <laughs> Megan's face. <laughs> Megan's face. Oh my god! Wow! Wow! Calling out mom and dad. Revelation wow. podcast. Revelation. Um. What else, Siobhan? What other questions do you have for the Murphy siblings? I feel like I have. Well. I guess I just want to point out, everybody, Siobhan has interacted with us before. This isn't the right. first time she's meeting my siblings. You know, it's, yeah, no, this has been a, how long have this you been together? Siobhan? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, no. I'm just, I, in my head, it's like, was your relationship like our relationship? But it seems like you all have always been relatively close overall. <laughs> well, to be fair, Meg did put a dart in my shoulder when I was younger, and that really set the tone. Okay. Mm. Listen, if I had intended it, it would have stuck. <laughs> All right? If somebody was walking in front of me, one, okay? <laughs> we we didn't get close until I was like an adult. So once everybody hits their 20s, it sounds like when you can go out and pretty drink much and like, yes. Okay. Get and it. like it was because it was like two sets. Like mm-hmm. I was the oldest of the second set, but I was also like the third and the middle child. I have all the complexes. I have like the youngest, like like uh youngest youngest um well girl at the time mm-hmm. then i have like the oldest of the second set but i'm also the third child in the middle like i have all the complexes um so how does that work with the middle child do you and tim just like share yeah we share the complexes <laughs> not really because i'm firstborn son so that like negates uh, a lot of the complexes it does negate uh, a lot of it. Yeah. yeah so okay. you know i'm doing all right <laughs> Well, speaking of uh, things that give you complexes, um, astrology. <laughs> How was that transition? Was that I was going to say, clunky? that was great. No, no that, was that, was that was pretty good. That was smooth. That was pretty smooth. Thank you. I'm getting, I think I'm getting really good these at these great. transitions. These are great. I think they're doing great. So what we talked about last um, podcast was sun signs. And now that I have new people on that have new sun signs, <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about their sun signs because we have an interesting combination as the four siblings. So we go Scorpio, Aries, Capricorn, Scorpio. So our family of siblings are bookmarked by Scorpios. Mm-hmm. Yes, you heard me correctly. So Okay, here's the thing. Your tone, your uh-huh. tone on that is making this Scorpio a little concerned. There was a tone. Was there a tone? Oh, there was a hundred percent a tone. I'm going to read Thank a little you, bit Kim. about Scorpios as a sun sign. Again, I'm talking about the sun sign. Sure, um, why? Go for it. Desire is the primary word for the sign of Scorpio, as it reflects the emotional depth and complexity of this magnetic and private sign. Scorpio is seen as magnetic, powerful, and sometimes intimidating by others. Internally, they can be brooding and obsessive, but also deeply instinctual and psychological. When Scorpios are able to dive into the most emotionally intense issues of life, they are able to connect with their true power. Guess what? Picasso and who's Hedy Lamar? Hedy Lamar. Hedy Lamar. That's Hedley. No, it's Hedy this time. Oh, yeah, no. uh, she's an actress, but also an inventor. I mean, the reason that we have wireless is partly because of uh, work that she did. No shit. RuPaul is also a Scorpio. Leonardo DiCaprio, Lisa Bonet. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I'm okay, going to. So I desire this chart to stop being such a snitch. <laughs> Isn't it crazy um, when it like comes for you? It's like, wait, wait, wait. Right. Wait. I'm like, I'm sorry. Do you know me? Right. Who wrote that? <laughs> Who wrote that? What's the address? Right. Um, you know what? To quote showgirls, you don't know me. Oh, <laughs> see. And now, now with that said, we're going to go into the Aries. In yeah. The 
Come yeah. at me, bro. Coming for, coming for you. Now they're going to all forget about me. Right. We're going to all pick everybody up and we're going to ride to this author's house. Yeah, the dominant. Right. Let's do it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'll plan in the background. All right. Cars already started. I've got the engine idling. I am ready. The dominant keyword for Aries is I am, which means there are they are all about the self and like to come first. Mm. Aries yeah. rules the head and eyes. Red is the color associated with Aries. Diamond is a birthstone and iron is a metal. The most likable traits for Aries are that they are dynamic, pioneering and seen as leaders by others. Inwardly, they have a healthy self-interest and are very courageous. They may have a tendency to be aggressive and reactionary if their direct You take that back. You take that back right now. <laughs> isn't if their directness isn't tempered. Others see Aries as impatient, fast-moving, and daring. Lady Gaga, Elton John, and Leonardo da Vinci were all born as Aries. Which uh, also, by the way, since we mentioned Elton John, can we give a quick shout out to Taron Edgerton from Rocket Man? He really, really brought it home on that performance. I haven't seen it Truly, yet. Truly, madly and deeply did. I haven't seen it yet. It's on my to-do list. Uh, it, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It looked like it was going to be. I'm not really a movie person. I mean, it's just essentially, instead of just doing the regular old, like, music biography mm -hmm. they add fantastical elements and that really what helps make it yeah in my humble see, opinion you want to see rob stark sing look do you want to see rob stark and that little punk kid from um what was the movie with uh ray fines where he becomes a spy Oh yeah, Kingsman. King yeah, yeah, that's right. So I saw if him. you want to see Rob Stark and the kid from Kingsman have hot sex, this is the movie for you. <laughs> I mean, they cut away before you get any of the good stuff, but <laughs> what are you gonna do? Because <laughs> fuck Hollywood. God damn it. I know it's a thing. God forbid they just show the scene of two attractive men just you know <laughs> showing their uh, love for one another. Damn. Yeah, except for his thing. It's a toxic affair. Like, fuck yeah. Rob Stark in that. Okay, we're going to get too far into it. That guy <laughs> sucked so hard. Okay, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. What no, no, jerk. no. Yeah, he just looked at Elton as a commodity, not an actual yeah. person. I really think he used his Elton's love for him to he sway did. an unfair advantage over the choices he made in his life. He, he was a manipulator. Anyway, I'm Locker. fine. All right. So needless to say, as we're talking, <laughs> I'm going to like the library to put that in my pickup list. Um <laughs> it's super fun i mean is it kind of like your basic biography in many ways and hits all the beats yeah but it hits them well and it's yeah. elton john music so if you like elton john music right like, you're there Benny. yeah yeah, Benny. yeah exactly um well thank and, you for the yeah and if you are a <laughs> fan like i am of elton john's classic mu music video for i'm still standing oh my boy, god do you have a surprise oh so great <laughs> Just, i'm right. still standing we're here for it. We're putting it in the search box now. Okay, that's all we can do. That's all, that's all we can do. That's oh, we're done. It's over. That's all we can do. No, no, no. He was saying his prints. He had gotten photos, and he was waiting for them to get developed. No, no, it's him. <laughs> yeah, no, that's 100% what it was. Um, you hear me, so Bernie Taupin? <laughs> What we need, so I think what else we need to do to add to this podcast is also have our guests be prepared to suggest maybe some music or movies. 
Well, you're springing this on us right now? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got a suggestion. Okay. If you Rocket are man. a fan... Done! Nope, no, but I'm going to actually do... I'm going to go different. Okay. All right. If, like me, you are a fan of movies such as Mad Max, I've got a wonderful additional George Miller movie for you. And that movie is called Happy Feet 2. Mm. The sequel to the original Happy Feet, in which we learn more about the growing lives of Mumble the Penguin and his child. I don't like this at all. This movie is batshit. I oh mean, if you thought Babe 2, Pig in the City was crazy, <laughs> this, I have no idea how this movie got made, but God bless that it did. It has an aria in it. It has a little baby penguin selling, singing an aria to elephant seals. What? <laughs> Yes. Hey, Tim, I think you might have just hit your head and then stared at a blank screen for two hours. Yeah. I thought that I I thought that myself. But lo and behold, (laughs) you you can literally go to YouTube right now and find Eric's opera from Happy Feet 2. And and it is literally and it is the music is a Puccini from the opera. Like like this wasn't like they made it. It is the Puccini aria Illusivan Lestelle. Did you like pull it up right now? Like how did yes, you I know did. that? <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so that is great that, to know off the top of your head. Yeah. Man. Uh, uh and and just yeah, just so go see it. Um probably not sober. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great ki- movie to watch with kids when you don't really want to pay attention. Oh yeah, great movie to watch with kids if you want kids going mom, dad, babysitter, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Megan, can you save us? First words. Can you save us? What? What's the suggestion (laughs) of a movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Oh wait, we and I we might not be saved. Actually, continue. No. no, I'm sorry. No. Wait. Wait. I needed to redo mine because I should have been like the hot new movie this summer. (laughs) (laughs) It's got everything. It's got everything. (laughs) MTV's Dan Cortez. (laughs) No, I my. The movie I'm suggest is has everything. It has Jean Claude Van Damme in a mullet. It has Wilford Brimley as an old Cajun guy. It's called Hard Target, and it's directed oh. by John Woo. Do wow. you want to see Jean Claude Van Damme in New Orleans, trying to help uh, this this woman find out what happened to her dad? Uh, spoiler alert: He was hunted for sport. Oh my God! By Lance oh Henriksen and Arnold Vosloo, the Mummy from the Mummy. Oh my God, Arnold Vosloo! Arnold Vosloo's in this. L- literally, though, it's a solid action film. If you and and are there are there are there like doves? Because it's John Woo. No, they're pigeons. Because <laughs> he's <laughs> in America. <laughs> and and the final scene happens in um uh like this um. Uh, what would you call it? A warehouse where all the old Mardi Gras stuff is. So there's like weird faces out of nowhere and skeletons because it's like all the parade floats. And there's a bunch of, there's a lot more um, crossbow and bow action than's normally in a 90s action film. <laughs> but there's grenades too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Thank you both for those riveting suggestions. He wears a mullet and his name is Chance Boudreau. I invited this. I invited this. Um, it's a good movie. It sounds fun. wonderful. It sounds 
Wonderful. Yes. I now yes. feel like in two years, I'm going to adopt a bulldog from a local shelter and I'm going to name him Chance Boudreaux. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> like, that was a, once they had Specifically the name, a like, bulldog. the whole movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They had explained Not a French Belgian bulldog. accent. Want... <laughs> so they're like, a French Cajun that's almost Belgian. Oh I was going to say, did they try to equate Cajun and Belgian? Belgian. Well, they don't Aww. say it, but like, because Wilford Brimley had, is doing an accent in this, and that's who he grew up with, you're to assume that his accent is some sort of American, Louisiana, I don't mm. know. This movie doesn't care. This movie <laughs> seriously does not sound like it cares. And I'm okay, but listen, Wilford Brimley with a Cajun accent using a bow and arrow. Does he horse. say diabetes? On a horse! <laughs> Thank Sorry, you. What? Does he Does say him. diabetes? Does he have diabetes? Oh, I, he might. Here's the thing. You understand about every other thing he says. Because <laughs> he goes hard. He goes hard on this accent. Thank you both for those riveting suggestions. Try to stop me. I can go for another hour. I know you can go for another. I asked you both on here. (laughs) I did this to myself. Um, Wait, you did it to Siobhan Aaron's podcast, sponsored by Regret. (laughs) I thought you were Siobhan's friend. Regret. Four sites a real son of a bitch. Um, I don't even know what I'm gonna clip out of this. At, there's so <laughs> there's much. so much to pull Nothing. from. Like this is this is you're gonna you're, you're gonna go through this and post and be like I can't use any of this. This no, is a part an hour of my time wasted. Now this is normally where I would say, is there anything else you want to share? But I remember that we haven't said glamping yet. So yes. glamping. There you but, go, Meg. What were you saying? Oh, no, you said you're going to ask if there's anything more to say. And I was about to launch into another hour. No, here's the thing. (laughs) We're talking about glamping. Can I I suggest like maybe Bloodsport, which is really like the first like Jean-Claude film where like it just really like, you know what he was about. (laughs) We're talking. Okay, thank you, everybody. We're talking about glamping now. I was going to say, is there a movie about glamping? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. he, he would never glamp. Yeah. Wait, wait, no, no. I think I think he did glamp in uh uh what was it? Sudden Death, the one where he's uh at the hockey game. Oh my god. Okay, there's this one where he's at a hockey game and he has a kid and it involves the mascot. <laughs> yeah, he dresses up as a mascot for the Pittsburgh Penguins and kicks right, the crap out of the someone. Lady, the lady who's in that is like someone he knows. Uh, I think he's dating her. Okay, I'm sorry. Anyway. I love this Siobhan, fucking emoji. Why were you helping me? Why this were is you like helping a, me? Because I'm so fascinated. This is me seeing the Murphys in their element. So it's just like, I feel like I should have brought popcorn, other snacks. I should have brought more to drink. This is an amazing event. Yeah. Uh, fun you. fact, Aaron, next week on your podcast, Meg and I go a full two hours. <laughs> I mean, we've only just like scraped the surface we've of JD filmography. Yeah. Um, do you want to say anything about glamping since we, we haven't have even to talked about time cop? We, we have to mention glamping. <laughs> we have to mention glamping because Siobhan has to do it every episode or right. we apparently poof into nothing. Right. We'll never get our you sponsorship for glamping. Um, no, Tim. Wh- what's that no. actor? Uh, no. Was it Ron Silver? Is that his name? The guy who plays the bad guy in Time Cop? I mean, 
No. Silver would play a bad guy. No. I don't know off the top of my head. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. You know what? I'm going to mute myself because I respect Siobhan. Siobhan has to talk about glamping. And so okay. I'm going to I'm gonna wrap it all back around. So on our glamping adventure to whoever our future sponsors are, um, yes. we will do an amazing movie night. All our listeners can come out. We'll get like a huge jumbotron screen or we'll go to like yes. a drive, a drive-in theater and we'll a have a blasty in. blast and we'll watch all the movies that have been recommended today. It'll be a blast. We'll do a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie marathon. Yeah. At a drive in somewhere in, I don't know, Arizona. I don't know. I just assumed. I don't know why Arizona and Jean Claude Van Damme seemed right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Where you will also be able to find scorpions and uh, rams of some sort. Yeah. <gasps> wow, Siobhan. That was incredible. I'm trying to pull it all together. Heck, I appreciate it. You I'm- were trying. You succeeded. <laughs> Again, that was beautiful. I am not going to ask the question today. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Because I know the we'll answer will going. be yes. So I'm not going to ask that. So what I will say is thank you both for joining <laughs> us on the podcast today and taking time out of both of your very busy schedules from the bottom of my heart. I thank you, siblings, for being here today with us. Yes, I it's love been you so both fun. very much. It's been very fun. I guarantee you to come back a second time. And I yes. can't get rid of us every time you boot up the podcast. Hi. Oh my God. <laughs> we're, your new, we're your new co-hosts. You need like a little pop in like how the um AOL um when you yeah, first came man. on. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and Aaron gets gets triggered by the sound. Right. Like I hear that little bing and I'm like, oh no, my show. <laughs> But yes, we hope you laughed with us and in some way, shape, or form enjoyed yourself. We would love to interact with our listeners uh, more via our social media accounts. We invite you to submit a subject, uh, topic, uh, suggestions uh, that we can use with our discretion. You can find us on Instagram at mimosas underscore besties underscore podcast. On Twitter, mimosas underscore besties. On Facebook, you can search us under mimosas with my besties podcast. And you can email us at mimosabestiespodcast at gmail.com. That is one mimosa, because apparently I didn't want bottomless mimosas. Mimosabestiespodcast at gmail.com. We hope you have the best day you can have and stay hydrated. Bye. Toodles. Au revoir.